Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is your boy, C-I-Z-Z-Y, back at it again with another episode of the Voices of Value podcast, where we talk to people who we believe to have valuable voices in the community, and Tasia is one of those individuals, so she will be speaking today. I'll let her introduce herself shortly, but before we do that, ladies and gentlemen, guess what? Guess what? If you follow tech, you know that OpenAI hired, fired, hired, fired, hired, then fired again, and hired and fired within 36 hours, Sam Altman, who is the founder of what you guys know as ChatGPT, but which is a larger organization, which is OpenAI, Open Artificial Intelligence, in which they create a multitude of different types of products, the most popular being ChatGPT, um, which everyone in the world has been fascinated by in the past two years. It was a whole entire saga, whole entire entire tech saga if you guys watch um i'm gonna tap into some of our guests on set right now really quick but boss what was that movie that that show that you liked watching was it billions the business show with the ones that the one that you were watching and the whole family and all that no no one more guest it was a big popular one on hbo everyone was watching it might be wow she's forgetting but feel, feel free to yell it out um anyways if you guys love those business shows on like hbo Succession, thank you. Real life succession just happened in the past week with ChatGPT, Microsoft CEO Satya, the board of OpenAI. And I'm thinking about having one of the guests that we've had on in the past, Malaya Gossampour, on the show to give a full breakdown of what happened. But if you're unaware of what's going on in that space, I suggest you go research that right now. And that is going to be the conclusion of our world business news really quick. I just want you guys to do research on that yourselves. Very interesting saga. With that being said. I had no clue about all of that. Oh, okay. it was crazy. It was crazy. Go crazy. read it. It wasn't like like too much drama, but it was business. Like tech world, tech business drama. Yeah. A lot of drama within like 36 hours. No like people getting beat up and shit, but people getting fired, hired, fired, hired. And then like, oh, the board was trying to get this person out. But then they were like, damn, we shouldn't have got him out. So then they wanted to hire him back. And then uh, the whole like 600 people from ChatGPT or OpenAI was like, we're going to leave if Sam's leaving. Oh. And then, yeah, it was just, it was a whole saga. So he's a big influence. In oh, that. he's a, he, I mean, he's He's the, the uh, technically the creator, the the founder, the the person who brought that whole thing to life. So it was kind of crazy to see them try to fire him. You yeah. know, when you have a board, there's always some bullshit with like boards where like when you have to hire a board so you have feedback and like an advisory from people in different industries to help your business grow. But the thing that sucks is that they also have voting power so they can vote you out of your job even if you're the person who founded and created the company. So it's a very uh it's a very interesting thing, but. We'll have Malag come on and cover that in full sometime this week. Outside of that, Tasha, go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Just stare them right in the camera with that beautiful face. Tell them who you are. <clears throat> Hi, uh, my name is Tasia. It's like Asia, but with a T in front. Alexandria. I and yeah, um, guess I'm a model, a director, um, executive assistant for a designer, and an actress. I love it. I love it. And which one of those is your favorite thing to say you're going into a networking meeting or going into a, a space where there's like hundreds of people you're about to meet? Like, what's your go to one? Like, if you have to speak in like five seconds, it looks like somebody's trying to run. imagine you run into Obama, right? And Obama's like, what do you do? But he has to go. What oh. are you going to say real fast? Oh, no, no, no. I'd be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like an executive assistant to a designer. Um, I kind of run 
the show here and there. If the designer isn't there, I'm the one that helps out a lot. I give people directions. I love like it. That. Yep. I love it. During my research, I was very confused because I came across two last names. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Could you, you are correct. Could you explain to me <laughs> which one is the one that people normally call you and which one you would like to be called? And then the reasoning, if you're comfortable, behind the, the both of them. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one is Butler. I'm pretty sure that you. Yep. Good job. I'm so proud of you. Most people don't know that they are very confused whenever they see the last name Butler at the end of Tasia Alexandria. So with that being said, Tasia Alexandria is the one that is more professional for me. Um, I go by that because it sounds a little bit more strong and just straight to the point, like don't mess with her. But Tasia Butler is more like, oh, she's Tay-Tay, part of our family, you know. I love it. And then just work-wise, it's Tasia Butler as well. Okay, understandable, because I was like reading, I was like, all right, so I see two different spellings of Tasia on this website, (laughs) but then I see two different last names. I said, all right, she's a shapeshifter or something, like what's going on here? I was about to ask you where all you lived, and then I watched the other interview, and you like, Kansas City, born and raised. Yeah. But if I would have saw different spellings of your name and saw, oh, I grew up in Kansas City here, Des Moines here, then I would think that you was, like, one of them folks that be, like, running frauds and shit, well, and then you'd be I disappearing. Actually, yeah, no, I actually wanted to be, that was my wish since I was, like, little. I thought that I was going to be part of the CIA. I really thought okay. that. Okay, <laughs> interesting, interesting. And what, let's 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 dive into that. So young little baby Tasia, CIA was a part of the the interest. What other um, career paths did you consider as you were getting, and consider as a strong word, because when we're seven and eight and yeah. nine and 12 and 14, our mind is all over the place. But what are some of the things that you remember being strongly passionate about? Okay, yeah, psychology was one of them. And then another thing was definitely being a detective and, so psychology and a detective and CIA. Okay, why? Oh, man, come on. Being a part of the CIA, kicking butt right, out here, that would be know, so not, cool. Compared to the, <laughs> when it comes to watching the movies, I'm sure we all wanted to be part of CIA at some point. Did you watch a lot of, like, investigative shows growing yes, up? Yes, very much so. If so, what were your go-tos? Or oh. what are your go-tos now if you don't remember the ones Oh, no, up? still Psych. Psych is one of my favorite okay. ones. It's okay. just lighthearted and whatnot. But, yeah. um Solving crime and all of that. I I guess it was just all the shows put together. I always yeah. loved all of them. So CSI Miami was the shit for me. I used to be watching CSI Miami, um, CSI Miami, uh, <laughs> NCIS, the, mm-hmm. the, the the old school version. I don't remember what city that was in. SWAT when it first came out, not the yeah. newest versions of SWAT. And then I used to watch Cops a lot just because I was like, maybe they'll put Kansas City on here one day. <laughs> and of course, they did one day. They did. That was, a, that was an interesting experience. I'm like, Do they recently put oh, it. I think back I recognize on this person. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I love that. I love that. So. Where about in Kansas City did you grow up? Where'd you go to high school? And then like when you were in high school, what were some things that you were participating in that kind of led you into the career path of um, really just being a creative overall, but a model, an actor, a director, just all things creativity. So like, let's, oh, yeah. let's walk through that process. Okay. 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 So I stayed in the thirties, mm-hmm. born and raised there, just That's lived me. there pretty much all that time um but i went to park hill Mm -hmm. because we bought a house out there and i just stayed over there pretty much by myself my parents knew that was a good girl so i just stayed there but in school went to psychology class went to uh theater 
musical theater, um, also into anime. They made me the president of Dungeons and Dragons Club, even though I never played it. Interesting. They just had me drawing over there, and then they had me read awesome stuff, but I never knew how to play it. Do you know how to play it now? No, I still don't. (laughs) People are trying to teach me how to play magic, and I still don't know. So you were the president of the Dungeons and Dragons Club, but never learned how to play. I don't understand to this day. I'm like, how did this happen? I was there for every meeting. I'm like, what is wrong with y'all? What did you learn during that period? Did you make any new friends? Was there anything anything like... interesting from whatever you caught out of that experience that you that you carried on or is it kind of just like nah it's just a random story in my life oh no 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 i learned a lot i learned that i had a very big imagination well, i'm so sorry mike and then um i just <laughs> sorry that was funny because i was like who the fuck is mike <laughs> this is mike <laughs> i was like who's mike i was like mike who <laughs> oh, what's that song what's that uh mike jones <laughs> yo Anyways, I wish I could just like press a button. What's the, what are the things called? The little audio board buttons that you can play? Yeah. Every time like a, a guest hits the mic from here on out on the Voices of Value show, we should have a sound that goes, Mike Jones. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Continue. This is, I'm sorry, Mike. I'm sorry, Mike. Um, and then I also learned how to communicate with people mm-hmm. just everywhere. Uh, that was another thing. Basketball. I played basketball and volleyball. And also was like a, a manager for the track team. I did a lot. You sound like you was busy. Yeah, I was busy. So you were you were the president of a club, a Dungeons and Dragons club that you don't know how to play and yep. don't know how to explain to anybody, nope. but you did know how to be a president. I knew how to like direct it. people. Go like, nope, go there. Hmm. Do this. You're wearing that hat now. I'm drawing it down. <laughs> I'm drawing it down. I love it. Okay. And then we had sports. So how big of a part of your life were sports? Were there something you just participated in because people made you feel like you should participate because you're tall? So that was the thing. Uh, my parents, they saw that I was pretty good at basketball. And since the age of three, I was playing it up until I decided to retire my mm. sophomore year. Where'd you put your jersey? <laughs> Did you put it in the rafters? No. They're real high. No, they like, took that. They stapled was... it up against the, the Park Hill rafters. Like, I'm going to act like I'm a Hall of Fame. Put this <laughs> mug up here. You're going to be like, when you have your first king, be like, hey, listen, son, back in the days, <laughs> I was a ball player. Now, I know I didn't make it to the WNBA because I hurt my knee. <laughs> You see that up there? Mama, I can't see it. Yeah, it's okay. It's all the way. If you squint, you can kind it's of see it. It's all the way the up number. there. Mama, it's only 12 feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. They they took my jersey. It's okay. Do you miss any aspect of sports? Or or maybe should I ask, do any aspect of sports still exist in your life today? Like, oh, Are you yes. still participating for fun and like adult league basketball? Or do you just work out? Like, What's your thing now that you pulled from from sports back in the day? So I think my biggest thing about being part of a sports team was the team aspect itself. So everything that I do, I always look towards how is this going to benefit everyone Mm -hmm. instead of myself. Because whenever you're a ball hog out there, you don't get a whole lot of stuff done. Yeah, you look cool out there. You might get some points, but you need the whole team to run. Mm. Um, Another aspect is I'm able to see the whole floor. I'm able to see what's needed for the whole team, what's needed for the whole game. How do we keep our stamina up? Is that the right word for it? Um, Yeah, our motivation, just the whole drive to keep going in the game consistently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's... I love it. Yeah. So taking taking aspects of the the leadership aspects of sports and kind of applying it to your life as you exist as a model or as a director or as an actor. So that that was one of the things I think I knew that I had somewhat good leadership skills was one time when um, 
we were playing scrimmage against the A team and I was on the B team because I just didn't, I didn't like being part of the A team during that time. It was just a whole lot of ego stuff going on, pride. Mm -hmm. I was like, just put me on the B team. And B team never really won anything and that's okay. But once we scrimmaged against the A team, I was like, oh no, we're about to win. (laughs) I was like, I hope you guys know this. We didn't have a coach or anything. The coach was on the A team. So I had to be the coach. Mm. And yeah, we won. I love it. I love it. That was the first testament yeah. of leadership. And Tasha's like, she's like, oh, hell no, I'm about to lead everything I run now. I was like, never now. again will I stay on the sidelines. I'm about to help everyone. I love that. I love that. And and so when we think about what you're involved in today and, you know, kind of how I've met you and how I've been introduced to you, it's in the modeling aspect primarily for in, in terms of my experience with you, but you're also acting heavily and then directing as well, as well as, like you said, your executive assistant position with Runway Review Casey, right? Yep. Is that right? Okay, perfect. And we'll dive into all of those, but I kind of want to start with modeling. What are you most excited about right now in regards to modeling? It can be from a personal standpoint, like just taking photos by yourself, and you're like, I've been trying out this new thing at home, or it can be professionally in terms of trying to get a bag through it. Like, But from either one of those perspectives, as a model, What is something that you're excited about right now? I'm very excited about meeting the right people. Uh, That's always like the focal point of everything that I do, meet the right people. Uh, So back in the day when I first started, it was just a whole lot of models that I just did not like working with and whatnot. So, But now that I'm older and I'm able to decipher, pinpoint who is actually going to help me and I can help them too without it being a problem, I love working with those people. Yeah, I like making connections. Elaborate that on uh, elaborate on that a little bit. So when you say meeting the right people, so first off to clarify, are you speaking about just the right people that you want to be around in that space or like in terms of like models to work with, like your co-partners on shoots mm-hmm. or are you saying like directors or like the type of brands you want to work with or do you mean in all aspects and if so I guess what type of people are you looking to work with try to break down what that person looks like okay with the model I would like to actually be able to know that we are going to work together that there's not going to be just any hate right there if there is hate then I get to actually know that there is and I know what's up with you just be upfront with what you actually want then I'll be okay because you brought yourself up to the table. I know who you are. Then we can work with that. Mm-hmm. Um, with the director part of it, with them directing me, as long as they let me know what they want up front, okay, let's go ahead and do that. Um, actually, last year I dealt with a person that I knew that I thought that I knew. But then they ended up not being the person that I thought that they were. Mm. The, the way they projected themselves initially was different than what you experienced when working with yeah, them. Yeah, like um, this was like one of the worst experiences that I ever had. Um, the guy actually took videos of me mm. while I was changing. That was yeah. the most wild thing ever. So I'm like, I now I'm able to pinpoint those people. Got you. And and unfortunately, you know, I'm sure every, well, a lot of women who are listening right now who have participated in the space of modeling specifically have ran into what we can simply just call predators. Yep. Um, uh, and unfortunately kind of ruining the, 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 the experience for other men that are photographers in the space who have genuine intentions mm-hmm. to just create <laughs> and be a normal human being yep. who wants to create 
we've ran, I've, I've just had, I've heard so many stories in when I was living in LA, I've heard so many in, uh, industry stories in terms of for models here in Kansas city running into that. So I guess for anybody who might be listening to this today, tomorrow in a year or whatever, who is trying to get into modeling for the first time, what would you say they should be aware of or like energies or things or language they should be aware of to be like, this dude is a little <laughs> off in terms of like, I guess you could say some, uh, some warnings that that women should look after for okay. when they're getting into modeling at first for any shoots don't let them take you out of your comfort zone number one always stay in your comfort zone and stand your ground on that um if you're going to be nice don't be overly too nice because then they'll try to take that for granted and just use that to manipulate you but if you're smart use it to your advantage Um, another thing is always bring someone with you or at least tell probably two to three people where you're about to go and let the photographer or videographer know that you told a few people to. Mm. Yeah. And (laughs) don't always look around wherever you're changing. Just always be aware of where you're changing at and stuff like that. Even if they leave out the room, be aware of where the camera is and everything like that. Just be aware. I love it. I love it. I love it. Don't be afraid to fight. (laughs) There we go. That part. Thank you for sharing that. I think uh, way too many people have run into that experience. So the more they're aware of how they can avoid situations like that, always the better. Um, What about in terms of your best experience in uh, like from your modeling years? So I've seen plenty of different photo shoots of you. So I know you've been involved in a lot of different shoots. What has been your favorite experience? Maybe it's because of the outfit you wore and you thought it was really cool. Or maybe it was the makeup artist that did some really cool shit. Or maybe the photographer was really just amazing. Or the shoot was a beautiful spot. What's one shoot that really stands out in your head as one of your favorite and experiences? one shoot? Okay, I'm going to have to say the first one that I've ever done was with Stephanie Romero. Uh, she's That's the one a pretty that name. Me, so if you're watching this, very pretty name. No, she's beautiful. Just everything about her is beautiful. Uh, she's the one that put me on to modeling. Well, Shelby... Payne is the first one who put me on to modeling, but then she introduced me to Stephanie. But Stephanie put me on. Um, It was my first fashion show. I was so scarred. And (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know what I was doing, but I met some really good people from that. Um, It was at KCI Airport, and it was like a hair show, fashion show, or something like that. And uh, I met one of my closest friends, longest friends, uh, Kamisha Kimbrell. She's like a makeup artist now so I just met some really cool people in there it was just good vibes and that was whenever I was like oh I can actually do this mm-hmm. I have enough confidence to walk down on a red carpet like this with everyone watching photographers this is great because mm, everyone that. was nice yes ma'am and, and that makes a lot of sense I think when we think about experiences in, in any space but especially I believe probably in the modeling space or acting is like number one our first experience where we prove to ourselves that we have the capability and the capacity to overcome these fears that we have internally. Mm-hmm. And we're able to like step over that barrier and be like, man, I don't know why I was so shook for the past two weeks. Cause you know, there's them butterflies leading up to yeah. it too. You're just like, mm, I kind of feel sick today. Do I, can I make it? Can I make it? And you're like, no, I have to go. And then you go and then you get there and you're still a little awkward. Like, hi, hello. Yep. And then people are like, <laughs> Oh, come on over here. And you're like, okay, I like her energy. And then this person's like, you look amazing. And you're like, okay, I'm feeling a little bit better and they're like oh these shoes are gonna look amazing and you're like damn i do look good and then the energy starts sorry my jones anyways um <laughs> but 
And then you pick up that energy and you kind of just are like, oh, shit, I can do this. And that really stands out as an amazing experience. And then part two of something you mentioned there is really just the amazing people you can meet at these shoots. I think, you know, where we met for the first time, just like my guy Daryl, who was recently on the show, was at the ASAP shoot. And at the ASAP shoot, I was like, my girl's in the background right now, ladies and gentlemen. I was telling her, I don't want to go. Like, why Why are you asking me to go? Don't put my name in there for Because I don't model. I don't act. I don't do any of this. I'm a podcaster. Well, I'm That's that what I, I do. Y'all. You know what I'm saying? And so I was like, I'm not trying to be there. Like, leave me alone. But she's like, I'm going to just put your name in there anyways, essentially. And then she's like, okay, you're going to show up there then? I'm like, sure. So I show up. I'm not excited. For the first two hours, me and uh, who's the who's the redhead? Oh, Ellis. Ellis. Me and Ellis <laughs> is sitting there on the couch for like three hours before we finally get caught out. I'm yep. just pissed. I'm getting ready to leave. Finally, yep. when we get out there, you know, on set and I start meeting people and connecting and feeling the energy and seeing how the directors are working, then that's where you're like, ah, I see why people like this. It's the magic. And that, exactly. It's the magic and, and the, the energy from all the creators and people who are trying to be the best version of themselves in the moment to like put on their best performance, which yep. is always great to see people in like... The, the energy to be the again the best version of themselves like hey i'm here to perform i'm here to do my best i'm also here to have fun and meet and connect people so yep. that makes a lot of sense on why your first one at kci was enjoyable quick side note though was that in a terminal like what do you mean at kci I was like outside like in oh, a park it was inside yeah everything was inside they like had like a in, like as like inside as in like where people would get on the plane inside <laughs> that's why i'm confused i think it was downstairs area where the bag baggage claim oh, was oh shit like that. that's yeah. kind of dope and a uh, side note i wasn't supposed to be there at the asap rocky shoot Okay, so you trying to share how you ended up in there? What had happened was uh, my uncle had some pool, and he knew the people who was producing it. Okay, sick, sick. Yeah, so, I don't know, we rode in on a motorcycle. And you was like, I'm here now. Yeah, I was like, hey guys, I'm here. And everybody's like, what are you doing here? I'm, I'm here. You're like, make use of me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, facts, you was, just, you was just there. I was like, I was like oh, yeah, you know, who's I just, that? I just popped uh, up. Yeah, no, nah, that's what's up. Side <laughs> note, hair, now, okay, mm-hmm. so... For 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 my lady, for my sisters, and now for you, I'm always confused. You know, Sunday I'll see somebody with like a haircut, and yeah. I'll be like, yeah. "Okay, I like this hair." And then the next day is a whole different hairstyle. I'm like, "Wait, is her is it new hair or is the other hair a different type of hair?" So when I met you, you had really short hair. So yeah. we'll, we'll, like, I love this hair too. But which which hair of of the hairs I've seen you with is your natural haircut? I bought them all, so they're my hair. Yes, everybody <laughs> snap. Like, <laughs> we, we need cameras on over there, too. We need cameras <laughs> on the BTS. Okay, I like that. I like that. You know what? We're just going to move on from that but question. I'll let you know after. But <laughs> all right, say less, say less, say less. You but know. they're all my hair. Stare it down. Let them know. Big bars. <laughs> Love them all. We'll discuss after the matter, after the fact. Um, okay, perfect. So... Same question, different industry. What are you most excited about right now as an actress? So there's a few shows and movies I've seen you act in that, you know, I will dive into a little bit later. Um, But in terms of coming up next or something you're working on, what are you really excited about in the in the space of film? Okay, no, 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 no. I love acting so much. Okay, so this recent film um, got choked out. Mm. Yeah, it was amazing. Wait, like somebody choked you out. You went to sleep. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it was cool. You could see the veins in my in oh, my. Oh hell no. Nah. 
case Hell and nah. everything. That's what my girl looked like every day with the veins in her head. She looked like she got choked out. Oh, clowning off camera. Why are you? What? Clowning off camera. beautiful. We got to clown after. We got, you know, we got to make sure people is laughing, you know. And sometimes you got to clown your partner. I mean, I'm Dang. sorry. Live on channel. You got to do what you got to do. Um, But so <laughs> how, how did they propose that to you? Or did you offer that up? Like, hey, I'm trying to go to sleep. Or where they were like, hey, I'm trying to go to sleep. They were like, well, perfect. We were actually looking for somebody to get choked out. Like, how did that come about? Can we talk about that shortly? Oh, um, yeah. It's AGA Productions, mm -hmm. Film Productions. You know about them? We had uh, Daryl talk about them on, on the Yeah, that was the same film that he's okay, in. Okay, beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. we worked so together. So discussed the film a little bit. So I think you are allowed to say because he already talked about okay, it. Okay, so. cool. Because I was like, I don't know. You already yeah, let he, some of it go live. Oh, man. He, I don't know what he told you, but his scene is brutal. Oh. Okay, I'm excited. He oh. hadn't. He didn't really tell me much about his scene. He okay. kind of just shares what he was excited about there. So I love that. So what's the storyline uh, for anybody who didn't watch the episode but's going to watch yours? What's kind of like the storyline behind this movie? What's like uh, the you know, if you're allowed to share that? All right. <laughs> if you feel uh, long story short, it. just be aware of new people that come in acting like that they're your best friends, and it turns out that they are crazy. Mm. Like, for real crazy. Mm. Trying to copy you and everything. Mm. Look out for the copycats. Look out for the copycats. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bars. Yeah. <laughs> we gonna write No, they should write that in a song. We got for the copycats. Like, a future would definitely make a good song out <laughs> of that. Um, so, movies that you've participated in or short short films that you've participated in in the past, which one's one of your favorites? I think I've, I was able to count from my research five or six short films or maybe four or five, but out of the ones I'm missing or those four or five what was your favorite one to participate with? And it may not even have been your role that you loved. It was just the cast. But I guess, what was your most enjoyable experience? Okay. Um, I want to say one of the most professionals, I want to say, the first professional shoot that I was a part of that I can actually say that I was like, wow, they have a fake moon there. That's amazing. It looks like the real moon in the lighting. It was Spiderwebs. Yeah, it was this film called Spiderwebs where I played a cop. It was just for a short scene. I played a cop. How did that feel to live out your detective dreams? Oh, yeah, it was great. Well, um, it, I was like a sucky de detective. So, like, uh, um, yeah, I, I kind of did not do my job correctly <laughs> in that film. I just played off the whole killer scene, just like, oh, well, somebody died. That sucks. Mm. You almost died. That mm. sucks. I have an off-the-cuff off question. Mm. If there was a movie that you love, you know, you told me before we started the episode that you and your family used to go see movies the day after Thanksgiving, yeah, yeah. like as sort of a tradition. Um, so on the topic of movies and film, if you think about your favorite movie, name it. And then what role or what type of role would you have liked to play in that movie? The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay. Now, I have no idea who's in that. <laughs> so I'm going to act like I know who's in it but long story short what role would you have liked to play in that movie um if emma stone's character which she was gwen stacy spoiler alert she you know didn't make it um she died you have to watch the movie she may or may not have didn't you just tell us no no i didn't with that being said um if or if she didn't die mm -hmm. i would have liked her to become uh spider gwen Spider Gwen. Yeah. I must not have seen enough of these Spider-Man movies because <laughs> Spider Gwen is something I've never, in my, I'm not familiar with this. Is oh that my a goodness, thing you in haven't like watched the Spider-Man series? Oh my gosh. It's a whole Spider-Verse okay, out don't there. Cry. 
Oh, that's why it's called the Spider-Verse, because there's a whole bunch of different comics, movies, shows that go into it to tell different parts of it. You haven't like, been teaching him? She don't know nothing about this, man. She What's be out here watching on? crime shows like you. Yeah, look, we be watching murder. But <laughs> murder. But but Oh yeah, okay. you can sing. I do. Uh, you know, on, on occasion. That. So are you not down to talk about the singing, by the way? Because if not, we'll totally skip over that. But it was definitely a part of my discussion topics. Really? What what question did you so have? So I really want to just know. Is that a passion of yours that you're interested in exploring? Because I know it's not like there's a thousand videos on YouTube of you singing, which means it may not be something you're paying attention to right now. Mm. But about four or five years ago, there was at least seven, eight videos from that year, which means you were kind of in like a flow of singing. So like, I guess what happened to that? So what had happened was uh, I heard myself sing again recently or like um, probably one or two years after that. And I said, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) What is this? This ain't it. And I discovered that I'm not really that great at singing like mm. I thought it was in my head. So mm. I was just like, okay, let me put that on the back burner just a little bit. You know what? I respect that. So whether you are or are not a good singer, which if I'm being fair, I have to listen to a few more of those videos to make a decision for myself. <laughs> but um, whether you are or are not, I do always respect an individual who is a little self-aware. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't re-explore that, try to get better and dive back in. But one thing that really, all right, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to go out on a slight little rant. Here's a big big pet peeve of mine, all right? Quick rant, quick rant. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. If your friend cannot sing, cannot rap, tell them that they cannot sing and they cannot rap. You can support them for a certain amount of time, but there eventually comes a point where you need to keep it a buck fifth around Tony with your friends and family if they're actually a talented artist or not hallelujah now let's be fair you may not be that great of a what is it called a a, a tastemaker in the singing or rapping world maybe you don't understand rap and you shouldn't be somebody judging but sometimes you just got to keep it a buck you shouldn't be a fake supporter now there's this thing going on on social media the past few years where they just expect you to always support your friends no matter what ah reshare my song reshare my music video buddy your friend with the iphone 11 videotaped you in vertical mode in the back seat of a ford taurus 2003 not a ford taurus 2003 Toting a gun, rapping, and you can't rap. I'm not going to share it, okay? And I'm sorry. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) I just want y'all to know that you should be self-aware. Maybe listen back to your music a few more times. Don't lie to yourself. Keep chasing your dreams, but maybe you need to make a slight adjustment. Maybe you need to do drill rap instead of R&B, okay? Maybe you can't sing. Or be a ghostwriter if you're really good at the lyrics. Maybe, think that me up real quick. Maybe you got bars like, uh, what's Cuddy name that was getting beat up? Uh, <laughs> who, 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 uh, uh, hey, who used to write for Drake, boss? Who, who used to write for Drake? Dude's <laughs> name started with an O. Something Miller, something Miller. He had to, had to do with that whole Meek Mill, um, uh, Drake debacle back in the days. And he, Quentin, Quentin Miller, Quentin Miller. You could go be a young Quentin oh, Miller. You I mean, saw the O in there. Yeah, yeah, the, the Q yeah, and the whole thing. Like you. you might, you might not want to get beat up, but outside of that. You could be making a bag. Anyways, let's dive back into our guest because I was getting off topic there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so, Tasia Alexander, a.k.a. Tasia Butler, or Tasia Butler, a.k.a. Tasia Alexandria. Yeah. I said Alexander. My bad. My bad. Yeah. Um, 
origins of the name? Do you know the storyline behind why your parents named you Tasia? Oh, yeah. No, I love this story. Thank you for actually asking. Yes, ma'am, of course. You That's got some good questions. I could be better, but thank you. No, no, no. You're doing good. <laughs> you're just going to keep on doing better and better. Like, Let's get it. Keep doing this because this is your thing. That part. That okay. part. So with that being said, Tasia means resurrection. My mom got that name from a dream. And we didn't discover, like, she legit was going to name me Monet or something like that. But then last second, she had a dream about the name Tasia. Mm -hmm. And then she had the dream about the name Alexandria right after. Mm -hmm. And Butler was my dad's given name, still yeah. is. So it's just part of the family name. But um, we found out while we went to the ethnic festival, uh, they had, like, this little stone that was from wherever they were from. I, I can't remember where it was from. But he was like, what is your name? I was like, it's Tasia. It's like Asia, but with the T in front. And, oh, I also met Rihanna. Mm. That was why. I'll tell you more about that. Yes, please do. Cause, but cause, I'm sorry. <laughs> back to Tasia, then we'll get back to Rihanna. It, it made me remember something. I was like, oh, that's for what I forgot to tell you. But, yeah, and then he was like, oh, Tasia. He was like, how you spell? I'm like, T-A-S-I-A. And then he was like, that's the number nine in Hebrew. Mm. I was like, okay, that's cool. Mm. Yeah. That's how you say it? What? Tasha? Okay, cool. That's right how you say then. my name now. <laughs> there we go. There we go. And you said nine, mm -hmm. which also in my religion, the Baha'i faith is a holy number. Nine and 19 are both considered holy numbers. 19? Yes. Nine okay. and 19. Nine and 19. Yeah. Now, I don't know how to I break down why it's a holy number. So don't ask me that, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. I'll get back to you on that. Okay. So yeah, you got a very a sp special number. name. Very it comes from the dreams is how it started. Mm-hmm. Is a, a representative of the number nine mm -hmm. in a in a, a historical beautiful language that ties back to the roots of almost all spiritual religions and things of that nature. Okay, yeah. okay, that me up for your name. Nah. One time for your mom. Yeah, exactly. Hey, shout out to your mom. Uh, my mom. Well, my uh, well, God definitely gave her that dream for sure. I was just yeah. like, that is so cool. I love it. I love it. And do you happen to have any siblings that you're that you grew up with? Oh yeah, I had a brother. Uh, he was. Nine years older than me, oddly enough. Yeah. There we go. That yeah. nine. That yeah. number nine again. Yeah. He was a cool dude. I love that. Very cool. I love that. I wanna I wanna see, you know, between now and the next time we talk, how many more times the number nine comes up as something semi special to you. So Pay close attention to that if you haven't been already, but continue to cause cause that's interesting. Just like five things right there in the moment. It's like nine, 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 nine <laughs> and all powerful things. I love that. Rihanna. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I got to meet Rihanna. So I'll go up there. And first off, they were just, uh, her and ASAP, they were just sitting down on the outside. You know where everybody had to check in at mm -hmm. and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. So, yeah, um, I see them sitting outside on the bench. And I'm like, they are really in love. They're beautiful. And they're just, like, <laughs> looking on the camera and just, like, taking screenshots of themselves. Um, they're just like in love. I'm like, this is beautiful. I'm not going to interrupt that. They need time alone. They haven't seen each other all week. Something I don't know. Mm -hmm. But then go back outside and everybody and their mamas is out there just sitting outside with them trying to talk with them. I'm like, dang it. I missed my chance to talk to Rihanna. And so as I go out there, she like looks at me, looks at me up and down. And then she goes like, and I go like, hi, Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> But she was about to leave. Every, like, she was getting up. Everybody was like, Rihanna, Rihanna. I didn't know what to do. So, like, I, this is her shoulder right here. I said, I Sorry, Mike. <laughs> and as hey, I went, yo. no, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know, I didn't know how to say hi. So, that, and then she was like, 
she gave up that who was touching me look mm. and then i was like hi <laughs> i didn't know what to do and then she was like oh hi i was like yeah hi and then she was like how are you she put out her hand and i said i am tasia uh, <laughs> shook her hand and then she was like i am rihanna i was like i know <laughs> <laughs> then I, I just felt so embarrassed when i went home that night i cried i didn't know well, that's a nice experience, though. And I would say, hey, listen, listen, embarrassing or not, you know what I'm saying? Listen, actually, the whole part was good. The only slightly suspect part is the the rub like a feather on the shoulder. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. But it's okay. You know, we all freak she out She was about to moments. leave. I can't just say, Brianna, wait. We haven't talked. Well, you know. I guess I could have. You could have. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm joking. That's awesome. <laughs> That's sweet. Yes, I, I will say that that uh, that whole shoot was very fun, and I will say that um, if any of you guys thought that uh, what y'all I ain't gonna call him pretty flaco, but I'm gonna say how y'all call him pretty flaco. It's really about his pretty shit. He really is, and his lu- his luxury vibes or whatever his little interest in uh, luxury clothing or yeah. designer. That's the word I was looking for. High fashion, High fashion is not a joke, ladies and gentlemen. My man had me dying so hard. Me and Daryl was standing next to each other. So they had us they had us holding the little suitcases. Yeah, little suitcases things and they all were like different uh brand i don't know louis vuitton this that burberry something something yeah. anyways one of his assistants like came up to give us the bags and then he was like i want i want i want him to hold on to this one, uh the, the blue one and she's like oh the louis vuitton but apparently it was a different brand and he looked at her like he's like he's like he laughed and he was like sweetheart <laughs> with oh, a little no. new york ass he's like sweetheart that's not this that's that's Saint uh Saint Laurent. He was like, "That's not this. Saint that's Saint Laurent." And I started cracking up because I was like, "It's anyways." When somebody's known for being a high fashion yeah. individual in pop culture, you kind of just think it's a thing people do because they got money and they can do that and they get oh sent clothing and stuff like that. But that guy really cares about his uh designer clothing, which is cool because he looks at it as his art and, yeah. and it's not so much as like ah, oh, it needs to be is is just for the the money and the flex. He's like, nah, I really care about this shit. I know the brands. I know the textures. I know this. So I did think that was pretty funny because he's like, sweetheart. <laughs> he's like, this is not Louis Vuitton. Nah, he's this such is a Saint real Laurent. person. Yeah, nah, he was, re- like he was really a good, guy. a good guy. So shout out, shout out to, shout out to the pop culture icons, ASAP Rocky, Rihanna. We ready for another baby. Well, they, the, the ladies of the world are ready for y'all to have another baby. I, I'm going to go ahead and sign out of that. I ain't going to lie. Your, your kid is kind of cute. So you know what? We ready for another <laughs> Please baby. Please have more. Um, I love you guys. So, Tasia, mm. what is something right now that has been getting on your nerves in the world? Like, 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 let's see. I don't want to restrict it to pop culture, but kind of like I just went on a rant about people supporting people that really are trash as her music just because they're their friend. Is there something like that that you feel like is opinion that people would be mad at you for having that you'd be open to sharing? Mm, if they're mad at me for this, I really don't care, but... <laughs> It's more the fact that everything is a spiritual warfare instead of just physical. Everybody wants to be mad at each other for no reason. Mm. I wouldn't even say for no reason. It's just that um, there's something more behind of what everybody else does. You know, we try not to understand each other. We just only feel what we feel and act on it. That's one of my pet peeves. Instead of seeing it from other people's perspective, uh, seeing it as like, okay, what's bothering them instead of seeing like... Mm. Mm. Okay, so just to clarify, I'm hearing you correctly. One thing that bothers you is when people 
are upset about something but don't cons- but they okay they see somebody being upset about something or having just a feeling whatever it is or supporting something or caring about a sports team it could be anything and they judge them for that instead of trying to see it from their perspective so they is that what you especially if it's like um for a very important thing mm-hmm. like uh if you need to communicate that's like a big factor that everyone needs to work on how to right. love better mm. uh, love is a skill that everybody should just work on each day I love it. And what's what's something you're working on right now, like in terms of a character trait that you're trying to develop or that you're trying to strengthen? And whatever that is, how are you working on that? Oh, yeah. Every day I'm working on something. But right now it's a little bit tough for me to, I wouldn't say not take it personally. It's just more of, how can I say this? Hmm. We got time. We do got time? <laughs> we got time for you to think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, all right. (laughs) It's more the fact that I'm over here just being overly sensitive and overthinking and not just doing things. Um, I know that whenever I get too caught up in my own feelings, um, I kind of forget that I need to actually take action on things Mm -hmm. that I can take care of. So that's just one of the things. That you're working on. Interesting. I think that is something I'm always having a conversation with people about, whether it's uh, friends, family, whatever it might be, is that, again, we all, I I don't know if this brings you any solace, but that we all are caught up in something we're angry about or excited about or thinking about or want to have or don't have. Essentially, our feelings, emotions, and and interactions with the world, we're so caught up with that that we kind of forget, oh, there's something that I can change here. So it's like, you know, something I'm always thinking about is like, damn, like I need some more bread. Like I need to travel. It's like, well, cool. Like if you really, 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 really need that bread, you could just go work 60 hour weeks at Amazon and then take up. Another, you know what I'm saying? Like it may not be something you want to do, but yeah. you get what I'm saying? Like it's just understanding how much do you really want this thing or how much do you really want this thing to change and what all is in your control and go take action. But like the actual doing of that is always a challenge. I think for, for a lot of people, some, some harder for some than it is for others, but definitely understand and respect that. Is there something in that world, like a book or podcast that you like listening to that have kind of helped you think more in depth about that specifically or is yeah, so there's there's this thing that i like to do um is either draw out what i'm feeling or draw out just random things that just pop up in my brain and it kind of helps me to actually see what i'm thinking or just write down random things that that i'm just thinking and then later on in the evening i read it and i'm like oh that's where my brain is actually at mm. i can actually pinpoint where I need to work on. Mm. Another thing is getting closer with God as well. Yes, ma'am. Or at least trying to. Mm-hmm. I'm getting there. Um, that's a one thing that I've been learning is that either you go forward with God or you fall back from God. You never stay complacent. So that's just one thing that I'm really been struggling with lately is getting closer with him. I love that. And, and what was your relationship like with God during your upbringing, like how close, what was, what was the family, like exposure to that? Like that, damn Mike Jones. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got that. Sorry, I Mike. got that. I got the producer doing too much work back here, trying to turn down the smacking of the mics. But anyways, um, but yeah, what was your relationship like growing up with, with God? Oh, I was very connected with God. I felt like that that was my only best friend for the time being. Yeah. I had like physical people here as my best friend, but God was ultimately the person that I would, or the being that I'll always talk with, Mm. communicate with. 
And I felt like I could hear him, you know, through uh, just like signs yeah. and guidance and whatnot through the people that he would send. But now it's a little bit harder because I'm, my brain developed. I felt it. I felt it develop. And I was just like, oh, man, now it's a little bit harder to get connected with him. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think one thing I've realized as I transitioned through my 20s is like, Everyone, a lot of people go through, especially if they were had a strong relationship with God growing up or with God or religion, because I think there are two separate things. Mm -hmm. Like there's like that genuine spiritual relationship and connection that you have with God in terms of like you feel a tight end, you feel like you hear his or her voice um, and like you can kind of see see things pop up and you're like, ah, and then you get older and you start questioning things, which yeah. is kind of a good thing, though, because I think a lot of people's relationship gets a. Uh, threatened but it's not really a threat it's really just an opportunity for you to strengthen that relationship even deeper because when you start to learn more and you're like damn okay well then how come this happens yep. because you are able to think but then when you like really start to search and you go through that process of investigation and you come back to the like the the ground level again you're like damn okay so all these things i didn't understand that then pissed me off that then made me question god is the reason that god exists in the first place mm -hmm. and then you're like oh shit i love you god and then you die yeah, <laughs> but no, it's 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 a beautiful process, though I think even even though it's frustrating, it's very frustrating. Uh, there are parts where I'm like, "Yeah, God, this is amazing," and then there are other parts where I'm like, "What are you doing? What is wrong with you? I want to fight you, Lord." <laughs> hey, straight up, I want y'all to put a raised hand emoji in the comment <laughs> section on YouTube if y'all ever squared up with God. Oh. I'm just being honest, you know what I'm saying? Like, respectfully, I love you. Straight up. And yeah. obviously you're the most powerful. But yeah. like sometimes you ever just squared up with the air? You seen uh, Boys in the Hood? Yes. You remember when he come home after his boy got shot and he hopped out the car because he didn't want to go through with the, you know, get back. And he gets home and his dad's like, what's wrong? And he's like, he's just angry. And then he just start punching the air. He's like, yeah. Hey. Speaking of that in acting, quick tie in. <laughs> Have you seen Snoop Dogg's uh, uh, when he tried to try out for that role? What? No. What? You got to go watch that on YouTube. Are you serious? He tried to try out for that role and you, you see. <laughs> Well, he was in, like, a whole lot of movies back, like... Yo, that shit was hilarious. Okay. Yo, go Dang. watch that. It's the funniest thing when he starts punching <laughs> the sky and everything. But, look, we all punched up at, up that guy one time, and then he probably put us back in our place. But, look, at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, we all just on a, on a journey and process through life. And, and within this process, you know, we have experiences, we meet new people, we have conversations like this that help us think more and help us get to know people so that we can like grow and, and, and delve deeper into other people's lives so that we can draw inspiration from their life to apply to our life. And the process just keeps going and going as long as God blesses us to be here on earth. So first and foremost, I want to say thank you for making time to come on the show today. There's obviously a thousand more things we could talk about. We could go on for hours and hours to dive deeper and deeper, but these conversations are really just an opportunity for guests to get a guest to tell their story a little bit and then for the audience to get a short introduction to then have that inspiration internally to go have further conversation with you on their own time so hopefully you guys enjoyed this conversation and hopefully you enjoyed this conversation is there anything that i didn't ask you that you want to talk about today before we wrap up the show uh i don't know your favorite color <laughs> <laughs> well, quickly, ladies and gentlemen, black and red are my favorite colors. That's cool. I don't look the best in black and red. I look good in yellow. 
I look Mike good. Jones. Sorry, Mike Jones. Um, I look good in cream and sand, but red and black are my favorite colors. You know, good colors. They look good in cars. They look good. They do. Um, they especially look, the matte black mm, and matte red. Matte black G wagon, ladies and gentlemen, with a red and black interior. With the with the matte black or matte, I don't even know how to say it because I'm not into cars, but the chrome black wheels. <laughs> With red uh, little uh, initials of my initials on there in cursive, CS. <laughs> Just wait on it. Just wait on it. And I'm be like, babe, this your new car. And she's like, why you got your initials on it? I'm like, my bad. I forgot about it. I, I forgot this was for you and not for me. But nah, I appreciate you asking about my favorite color. I appreciate you coming on to the show today. Before we sign out, where should people look out for you? How can they follow you? How they how can they stay up to date with your journey? And maybe they are like, hey, I need her in my next movie. And they want to shoot you about some business. Ooh, where should yeah. they find you? Okay. Uh, Instagram is Tasiatopia 9 and then Facebook is Tasia Alexandria, and IMDb is Tasia Alexandria. That's where you found all yeah, my stuff, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yep. You already know what it is. <laughs> and backstage, and backstage, and you backstage, know, that acting and all that. You know what I'm saying? Which side note, ladies and gentlemen, when I say backstage, for all y'all, thoughterific, dirty. I mean, uh, oh right. <laughs> anyways, backstage, not back page, ladies and gentlemen. And with that being said, this is the Voices of Value podcast. This is your host C I Double Z Y signing out of episode one seventy three.